the last thing we were discussing was a bunch of drashot on, di- on different pesukim, on different anyanim. It started with the drasha of Yir'eh, that a person blind in one eye doesn't have to go up to Aliyah Taregel. And we talked about Ravidi, who would come to learn in Yeshiva one day a year. And with that, we're going to go back to understanding our Mishnah. And we're going to start He Amud Bet, last line by the two dots where it says Ezeu Katan, what's considered a Katan? Any child that cannot go up from Yerushalayim all the way to Harabait on his father's shoulders. And the Gemara starts with the question Mat Kifla Rabbi Zera. Rabbi Zera has a question on our Mishnah. Who, up until this point, from wherever he lives until Yerushalayim, who brought him? His mother is not Hayav because she's a woman. So that means, some way or another, he got to Yerushalayim, which means he probably held onto his father's hand and walked all the way to Yerushalayim. So Abaye explains, His mother's Hayav in Simcha, Simcha Taregel, Samachta Behagecha, also her. Then Aititayimeh, his mother brought him, Mikan Vayelech, from Yerushalayim to Harabayit. It's a different story. If he could hold on to his father's hand and not, and not need mommy, then Hayav. Then he has Hayav, Mitzvah Chinuch, to come up to the Beit HaMikdash. And if he's not old enough for that, then he's Patur. Now, this is the way Rashi explained Sugya. Tosfor explains it a little bit differently. He says... In general, if a person can't get from his city to Yerushalayim, then of course there's no question about getting from Yerushalayim to Har Habayit. So now, if an adult in this sort of situation would not be Hayav, then why should a child be Hayav? And that's why, and he explains that the Gemara's answer is, up until now his mother brought him because she's Hayav. And up until now, he wasn't in that situation where he's Hayav. Now, apparently he got to Yerushalayim, he got strong. And now he could hold on to his father's hand and bring him up to Harabait. And a very interesting Hazanish, if you get a chance, he doesn't like Tosfor at all. And he says you have to stick with Rashi's Pshat. Now let's go back to Mahlokim between Bitchem and Betilil, where Bitchemai says that if a Katan could go on his father's shoulders from Yerushalayim to Harabait, he's Hayav. And Betilil says it's only when he's able to hold on to his father's hand and go up from Yerushalayim to Harabait. So Heshiv Rabbi Tachat Betilel Rabbi answered for Betilel. The Divrei Bet Shammai. According to Bet Shammai, let's look at the whole story with Hana having the baby Shmuel. The Hana lo alta. Hana didn't go up to the regal with her husband Elkanah to Shiloh. Ki amara leisha adi gamela nar. She's not. She can't go up until the, the child gets older. She fully nurses him. He weans off of her. Vehaviotiv. Then I'll bring him. Now, the Gemara asks the question, Shmuel, already from the year old, he could dig on his father's shoulder, and according to Bet Shemai, he should be high enough to go to Shiloh. And Amar le Abuha, his father told him, according to you, let's ask a question, isn't she high enough to she should go up herself? Hannah saw that Shmuel was very delicate, she was worried for Shmuel that he was going to get weak on the way, he's going to get sick, he's going to get hurt. 
and uh, therefore she didn't want to bring Shmuel, and she is begeder, the servants of sick people, like we saw by Sukkah, that uh, the servants of sick people don't have to send the sukkah, so she's a servant, she's watching, she's uh, the helper of a sick person, or Shmuel, that she doesn't have to go up, and that's the reason she didn't go up. Ba'ayah Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon asks a question, Katan Higer, a Katan who is lame, a Katan who cannot walk yet, so let's say he's a 14, 15 month old baby who doesn't know how to walk yet. According to Bet Shemai, he would be Hayav since he could ride his father's shoulder, Vesumal uh, Debreshin him, and the blind Katan, according to Bet Hilil and Bet Shemai. Mahu, are they Hayav and Riya or not? And Hechidamin, the Gemara is asking, what's going on here? If we're talking about a child who is lame, who will always be lame and will never be able to walk, or a blind child that will never be able to see ever again. Then hashtag gadol patur katan if, if it was a gadol, he wouldn't be hayav to go up to the reya. What's the question about a katan? So no, lots We're talking about a little child. He didn't learn how to walk. It's going to take him a little bit extra time. Or a child who is blind right now, but it's going to get fixed with time. My, what's the halacha over there? Do we say? That since he's when he grows up, he's going to be Hayav right now, he's Hayav also in Midin Hinuch. Or do we say if he was a Gadol, he would also be Patur, therefore he's Patur now also? Whenever a Gadol is Hayav Midoraita, in that type of case, we're Mehanech a child Midrabanan. However, whenever a gadol is patur midoraita, like in this case, midrabanan katanami patur midrabanan, this child is not hayav and hinuch either. Now, bet kesef. We saw that bet shemaya held that olatriya is two kesef and the hagiga is one. Tanurabanan bet shemaumrim hariyashete kesef a hagiga ma'a kesef. It's only one, and again, this is all midrabanan midoraita. There's no real shiur. And the reason is Shariya Ola Kula Lagavoa, the Korban, the Olatriya goes all up to Hashem, Mashe'en Ken Bahagiga, but on the other hand, the Hagia, which is the Shalamim, that, that we eat from it, Ve'od Matsinu Batsret, also by Shavuot, that we have to give two bread, and we have to wave it, and you have to give Korbanot Sibur, and Shariba Benekatov Be'olot Yotem Mishlamim, you see over there by Shavuot is more Olot than Shalamim, so you see the Ola is more important, and therefore you, you have to pay more for the Ola. Bet Hillel holds the opposite. The Riyah is enough for one Ma'a and Haga needs two. And what's the reason? Because Haga Yeshna Lifne Hadibur. Korbanot Shalamim were already given before Hasinai because the Pasuk says, parim. And although that was written way after Aset Dibirot, really it was before. There's no Mukdam Mehabata, there's no early, late part in the Torah, there's no set order in the Torah. And on the 5th of Sivan, they're already giving Shalamim. Masha'en Ken was only afterwards. Ve'od Matsinu Banesim, we saw by the Nesi'i when it came to Hanukkah Tamizbeh, Shariba, Bahena Katuv Bishlamim, Yutemi that the Torah said they should give more shelamim than olot. It said by the Allah, every nasi gave parehad, ayelahad, kebesehad. But when it comes to shelamim, they bakar shenaim, elim hamisha, atudim hamisha, kebesim beneshana hamisha. It was a lot. And the Gemara asks, why don't you hold like a bet shamai that the Allah should be worth more? 
So Beit Yilil would answer the Kamart Reiyadifa because when you said the Olat is is better, is more important, the Olat Kolalagavo because it all it goes up to Hashem. Adraba opposite Hagigadif, I would tell you the Shelamim, the Hagiyah is more important. Why the eat but Shete Achilot? There's two Achila, two types of eating. One is the Achila of the Gavoa, Hashem eats from it, that goes on the Mizbeah. And number two, there is the, 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 the eating that the, that the person giving the Korban gets to eat. So it's more important. There's two the Ka'amat, Nilaf Ma'asit, and you want to learn from Shavuot. Well, Danin Korban Yahid mi Korban Yahid, we're going to learn Korban Yad Hagya from Korbanot Yahidim, like the Nesi'im. Ve'en Danin Korban Yahid mi Korban Sibur. And we're not going to learn Riyad Hagya from the Korbanot of Atzet, which is a Korban Sibur. So why don't you like betilel? And the Gemara answers the Kaamat Hagigadifa when you said that Hagiga is worth more, the Shlaalifne Dibur. Because they gave shelamim before the before aset adiberot, that's not true. Reyanami yeshna lifna dibur. Olat reya they also gave before the aset adiberot. With kamat neilaf minesim. And when you said let's learn from the nesim, danim dava no hegledorot midava no hegledorot. I would tell you opposite. Let's learn something that is done forever from something that is done forever. Meaning, let's learn olot reiyan hagiga and the shamiv hagiga from korbanot atzeret, which is done forever. Ve'en danin, we're not going to learn reiyan hagiga davar no hegledorot, which is something forever. Midavashenon no hegledorot, but something doesn't happen forever. Meaning, korbanot of the nesim happened once, and that was it. Where do you learn that Hagiga is before Aserta Dibirot? It says, Before they got the Torah, it says, As we explained before, it was written afterwards by Mukdama Habatora. Well, then Reiyah Nami, but Olot Reiyah also, Haketi, Vayalu Olot. In that pasuk, it says, Vayalu Olot. The exact pasuk is, that's the olot. So they gave olot and shlamim before matan Torah. So the Gemara explains. That the korban ola that they sell gave before matan Torah was ola tamid, which is an everyday korban, and you can't learn from it. Obet Shamai Savreno, Ola Shikrivu Yiselba Midbar is an Ola Triyahavai. It was an Ola Triyah, and you could learn because it says over there, Vehazueta Elohim, they saw Hashem and everything. So it was it was a being seen Korban. And Amar Abaye, Bet Shamai, Verbil Azav, Rabbi Shmael, Kulehus, Viralehu, they all hold Ola Shikrivu Yiselba Midbar, Ola Triyahavai. That the Ola that they gave in the Midbar, and that Pasuk was Ola Triyah. All of them hold that Allah Shikrubi Yisrael Bamidbar Olat Tamid Havai. Bet Shemai had the Amaran. We just learned it. Rabbi Shmael Tanya Rabbi Shmael. We learned the Rabbi Shmael Omer Kelalot Nemru Besinai. General mitzvot were given to Moshe and Har Sinai. Ufratot beoil moed and the specific mitzvot in oil moed after the Mishkan was built. Rabbi Akiva Omer. The general and specific rules, everything was given together in Har Sinai by heart. And they were repeated and then by Sefer Devarim when Moshe did Mishneh Torah, he repeated the entire Torah. That was the third time. Now, and if you want to hold that Rabbi Shema'il held that Ola Shikrivu Ola Tamid Havai, that Ola that Ben Israel gave in the Midbar was Ola Tamid. 
then there was a lot of halachot that are specific over there. Is there anything that originally there was no specific halachot, it was just general? And later on, you had to add a couple of more halachot uh, that are more specific, meaning if it was a olat tamid, it would have different rules before matan Torah and after matan Torah, and that can't be. Rather, you have to say that the Ola that they gave before Matan Torah was only in Olat uh, Re'iyah. Now, Rabbi Al-Azhar, the Tanya, how do we know that he also holds that uh, the Olat they gave was Olat Re'iyah? The Tanya, Olat Tamid Asuya Behar Sinai. The Ola of the Tamid was done Har Sinai. Rabbi Al-Azhar Omer, Ma'aseha Ne'emru B'Sinai, the mitzvot, the specific things that were you're supposed to do with Sadna Har Sinai, V'hi Atzma Lo Karva, but we didn't give that Ola Tamid until after the Mishkan was already built. Meaning the Ola that they gave at that time was an Ola Tariyah. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Karva, yes, Ola Tamid was given. Veshuv lo paska, and it never stopped from that point. So what do I do with that Pasuk in Amos where he tells Ben Israel that you give Korbanot in the Midbar for 40 years? I mean, they didn't give it. Well, did they give? Did they not give? So I would just explain it as Shifto Levi didn't They gave it on their own, and the Navi is just telling them that you didn't give it, but someone else gave it. The Leviim who didn't do it. So you see that Rabbi Lazar over here holds that the Olad that they gave in the Midbar was Olad Riyah. Bet Hillel, how do we know that he holds that it was Olad Tamid? Hada Amaran, we already explained before. They hold that Hagiga is more strict, and it was said already before Matan Torah, not Riyah, because Ola that they gave at the time was Ola Tamid, not Ola Riyah. Rabbi Akiva, Hanami Damaran, Rabbi Akiva, we just said it before, the Pasuk, Ola Tamid, Hasuya Behasinai, that Rabbi Laza says it was Ola Riyah, and Rabbi Akiva said, no, it was Ola Tamid, and he was given forever. Now, Rabbi Osir Galili, the Tanya, we have a bright hour. Rabbi Yisraeli Omer, Shalosh mitzvot in Savu Yisrael ba'otam l'regel. Ben Israel were commanded three mitzvot when they go up to the regel. Number one is Re'iyah, is Olat Re'iyah, v'chagiga, korban chagiga, shalmi chagiga, v'simcha. We explained this in the beginning of the Masechet. Shalosh pa'amim b'shana yirei kozichot p'recha et p'nei ha'adon ha'shem, that's Olat Re'iyah. Shalosh regalim t'chog li b'shana, it says v'chagotem oto, that's the hag. And then it says v'samachta b'chagecha, so that's your three. Now, yesh b'reiyah she'en m'shtehem. There's a strict, there's a homer by the re'iyah that the, the other two don't have. Yesh b'chagigah, and chagigah has a certain homra. She'en m'shtehem, doesn't have by Olat Re'iyah and Simcha. And yesh besimcha, that simcha also has a humrah, she'en bishtehen. It also has a stringency that the other two don't have. Yesh bariyah she'en bishtehen. The stringency by re'iyah that the other two don't have, shariyah ola kula lagavod. The re'iyah, ola tria goes all up to Hashem, she'en ken bishtehen. The other two are shelamim, the simcha and the hagigah shelamim, they get eaten by humans also. Yesh bahagigah ma she'en bishtehen. Hagigah has a stringency that the other two don't have. Shehagiga was given before Aserta Deberot. Mashen Bishtehen, the other two, Shalmesimha and Olatriya, they weren't. 
that's your proof right there. Yesh besimcha ma she'en bishtehen. There's a, there's a humrah, there's a stringency by simcha that the other two don't have. Shasimcha no heged banashim banashim. Simcha is for men and women. Ma she'en bishtehen. And that's not the case with olatriya and hagiga. They're only for men. Bottom line is, all this is Rabbi Yossi talking, and you see that the Olad that they gave was Olat Tamid, according to him. He said Hagiga was given before, and the other two weren't. That means the Olad that they gave at the time was not Olat Tamid, not Olat Riyah. Now, the one has a question. Why? Rabbi Shmael, who said that the general halachot were said on her Sinai specifics in Ohel Moed, why do we say he's like Bechemai? Because if you want to say it was an Olah Tamid, then the rules changed before and after Matan Torah. And that can be because. Is there anything that originally didn't have any specific specific mitzvot about skinning and butchering? And afterwards, after there's new halachot that come up regarding skinning and butchering? And because of that question, you put Rabbi Shmael in the same shita as Beit Shammai. So the Gemara has a question. He said the Allah that they gave in the Midbar was Allah Tamid. Do you have the same question? In the beginning, he didn't need to skin it. He didn't, there was no specific mitzvah about butchering. And, and there was. And Rabbi Yossi actually said it, that in the beginning, it didn't need, there was no specific halachot about skinning and butchering. Because there's no deen of skinning and butchering in any specific way before oil mo'ed. So technically, if Rabbi Yossi says it was an ola tamid, then the question you had on Rabbi Ishmael because of the isal kadatach, Maybe it's not a question, Bichlal. Maybe that's not a proof that he would hold like Beit Shammai. Maybe he would hold like Rabbi Akiva in this case. Maybe even though specifics and, and, and general mitzvot were said at different times, maybe Enachinami was not all that. I mean, just like Rabbi Yossi Galili. So the Gemara says, you're right. Samemikan Rabbi Ishmael. So out of that statement of Abayet, the bottom of Vav Amudalef, where he said, Beit Shammai, Rabbi Lazar, and Rabbi Shmael all hold that the Olat they gave was an Olat you gotta take away Rabbi Shmael and only put Beit Shammai and Rabbi Lazar, and maybe you have to put Rabbi Shmael in the Beit Hillel category. Now, once we're on that Pasuk about the Korbanot Ben Israel gave in the Midbar, Ba'ir of Hasdar of Hasdar is a question. It says, Vaishlah it na'are Ben Israel, Vayalu Olot, Vaizbehu Zevahim Shelamim Lahashem Parim. Hi Kera Hechi Ketiv, how do you read that Pasuk? They gave Olot which are Kevasim, and also which are Shelamim, Lashem Parim, or Dilma, or maybe Idi Vidi, both the Olot and the Shelamim were also Parim Havu, they were both Parim. And the Gemara asks, Why do you care what they gave once upon a time? So, Mozutra Amar, the Pisuk Ta'amim, I want to know how to split up the Pesukim. Where would I put the, the stopping time? If it's a kef katon or if it's an atnah, meaning if I put the atnah by the word vayalu olot, then I understand the olot were kevasim, even though it doesn't say in the pasuk because the ola usually is a kevas, and the shalamim were parim. But if there is a atnah somewhere else, then maybe both of them were parim. 
סורבא חבי רי דרבא אמר, לאומר הרי עלי עולה כעולה שהקריבו ישראל במדבר. רבא חבי רי דרבא ברגס דיפרנט נפקא מינה. If a person says I'm gonna give a עולה like they gave in the מדבר, which קורבן זה יפתר ברינג, זה יפתר ברינג. A cow or a sheep. My, what's the halacha? Parim avu or kevasim avu? What was it? Cows or sheep? And the Gemara ends off, teko, they're not sure. Now, the, if you look at the actual humash, uh, the atna has by vayalu olot, uli kevasim. But the whole anyan of ta'amim is not teoraita. It's, uh, it, I will call it at least a derabanan or minhag. And there's a famous shoot of Kat Rochel, which is Maranda Bet Yosef himself, who says the Ta'amim are ready from Izra, so how could we Bichlal even have a question? But since uh, the, the way they split the Pasuk is from Izra on, so there's a lot of uh, Minhag, there's a lot of Mahloket, uh, therefore we cannot give a Psaq Halakha here. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam, Amen Amen.